Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have Reverend James Randolph with me from Midland, Michigan. Made a little road trip up north with my daughter Shelby. About an eight-hour trip, so it was nothing, but just really admire Reverend James. He's preached all the way down in southern Indiana before in the tropical climate down there. <laughs> I've asked Reverend James today to share a little bit about the miracle that happened at his house here a few years back. And when I preached down in Seabury, Kentucky last Sunday, the Holy Spirit gave me a message about, have you redeemed your gift cards? Talking about Galatians 3.13, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law because Christ has become a curse for us. Yes, sir. And when you read those Deuteronomy 28 curses, we've been redeemed from all of those. Amen. And by the way, pestilence is, is listed about three or four times because yeah, God yeah. knew this was coming. Yeah. But Reverend James, I'm going to kick it over to you to just to talk about your story. Praise God. Well, I'm honored to be here and be with you. And Greg, I thank you for everything that you're doing for the kingdom of God and, and helping reach people winning souls and if uh this testimony or anything that i have to say can help somebody i'm always honored and and grateful as i've been sharing in some of my other podcasts with you and that is my life is from prison to praise and i praise god every day for what he's done in my life and as you know i'm married to dr barclay's daughter who's my pastor prophet in my life not my wife but my (laughs) father-in-law dr mark t barclay and the benefit to being connected with him was to find out that he had a daughter and that God spoke to me and said that she would be my wife. And, you know, 26, 27 years later, uh, we're married. We got four beautiful children, uh, four grandbabies right now, and more on the way. We're blessed. A few years back, we were celebrating my son's 18th graduate, 18th, he graduated from high school. That was a miracle in itself. I tell his mom all the time that she should have got the diploma. Um, she literally should have walked and got the, you know, the whole deal. And my son knows that. So uh, we razzed him, but he did make it. And he did, he's the only Randolph to ever get a diploma, to ever walk. Only male Randolph to ever do that. And, you know, the Lord had always gave me a word for him to prophesy over him that 62220 rip chisel, rock solid, holy man of God. Um, and in uh, his 11th, 10th year, 10th grade, uh, he was football, and they, they wanted to get him out of there because he was so small. So he came to me, and he said, Dad, why, you know, you, prof- you preach this over, you say this to me all the time, you pray this over me, when am I going to, when's this going to happen? When am I going to get it big? And I said, say the whole thing, son. Well, 6'2", 220, rip chiseled, rock solid, and uh, I'm not there yet. And I said, well, keep, what is the rest of it? Holy man of God. When you become a holy man of God, when you get into the Word of God, when you start chasing God, you'll grow. Well, you know, years later, he started reading his Bible, and, and he grew. Mm-hmm. And so when he was graduating that day, we were celebrating. It was a great day. It was to know I just was honored. I was grateful. We had a lot of friends. And when the graduation party was over, we handpicked several people to stay with us. And we had purposed this, that we were going to have some steaks on the grill, some chicken, whatever. But we handpicked everybody there that day. And we were having fun and playing, and my wife went to the meat market to get the meat, and I was down at one end of the pool. It was at my father-in-law's house, and everybody was playing, and Jaden had her friends over. Well, she had been in the water for quite some time, and they play this game where they go under and they see who can you know, stay down the longest or whatever. And her girlfriend came to me and said, uh, hey, Mr. Randolph, I noticed I, you know, Jaden hasn't came up in a long time, and it, and it kind of made her nervous. And but, but when I look back over, her body, her dead body, was floating in the top of the pool. And from where I was at the end of the pool, it's a, it's a quite a distance away. I can notice that her 
body was quite pale and her lips were purple and but she was just floating to the top of the surface her body wasn't coming all the way up so i just started you know screaming to the top of my lungs no in the name of jesus and i'm yelling the scriptures no weapon formed against me and i'm i'm not going to yell like i did that day but i got a big mouth realistically you don't need a microphone for me i have a very loud mouth you can ask anybody in my family and i was screaming the scriptures and what was coming clear to me when i said no weapon formed against me is that i'm a tither and i'm a sower but i believe in tithers rights and i stand upon tithers rights and that day death tried to knock at my door with my child and i said no way and i claimed it i'm moving and you ever try to run in water you know how slow you go I dove down and I tried to pull her hair out of the induction valve because I found that her, her head was stuck. Her hair got wound up in the induction valve and it pulled her down and thus why she drowned. And I couldn't get her hair out. And I, I lift some weights and have most of my you know, teenage adult years in prison. And I, I pulled as hard as I could. Later we found out that it was 400 pounds of PSI holding her hair in there. I pulled as hard as I could. I felt like I was ripping her hair out of her head. But I pulled that hair out, and then I had to lift her dead body through the water while jumping in the, out of the deep end, uh, which is seven or eight feet. I jumped, and I threw her body onto the, the, the side of the pool. And I, my, my mind, while I'm thinking this, I felt like I was yelling underwater. I don't know. I'll have to replay this in heaven. But when I threw her body, I was saying to myself, oh, great. And she's not only dead, but I cracked her head open. You know, by throwing her head because I threw her kind of hard. Her mom came in at that moment and seen, and she thought we were wrestling and playing because I'm a rough guy and she sees us all the time. So I jump out of the pool. I align her body up. I've never done CPR in my life. I've seen it on movies. I've never, that I can ever remember, practiced it. Well, this is very imperative to have the right people around you. I started doing compressions on her, and I'm yelling, you know, to people to do things. My buddy comes over, comes over, he's never done CPR day in his life. He starts doing mouth to mouth. While he's doing mouth to mouth and I'm doing CPR, his wife is standing there and she's timing us. She's never done CPR day in her life. Everybody else around me is praying in the Holy Spirit. My wife gets on the phone with her dad. One person, I think it was my oldest daughter, is on the phone with 911. The cops are, a police officer was one mile away on a Saturday. An ambulance was a mile the other way. You can't make this stuff up. On a Saturday, our, our roads are usually busy. Nobody was on the roads. They were full bore, full throttle coming. The officer knew me. He said, James, I was a block away with my sirens wailing. And, and he said, and my engines roaring at 108 mile an hour. He said, I could hear your big mouth yelling. He said, oh, I, I had my windows down. I could hear the name of Jesus from, a, from two houses away. He said, I came up in there, and he said, when I pulled up, he said, it was like a sci-fi movie. You were yelling at your daughter to come, to come to life in the name of Jesus. And you were yelling scriptures over her. And he said, and her back arched up off the thing, and color came to her. And you got to understand that I didn't know this until later. The, the hospital gave us this real strong description of what happened. She had black tar stuff coming out of her ears, which when you die, I guess that's what happens from a drowning victim. And they call it something. And she, again, she was totally no color to her skin. Her lips were purple. She was gone. When she came to, she coughed and she grabbed a hold of me and she said, Daddy, thank you for not letting me die. Later, we learned that she was when she was drowning, she said, Lord, I, I surrender everything to you. 
and my mom and dad taught me to call on the name of Jesus and she was calling on the name of the Lord when when everything went dark powerful testimony we're grateful to this day there's a long uh, a version of this and and we've been sharing it all over the world brother Copeland and uh, George Pearson plays her testimony video uh, which is about a 15 18 minute clip powerful powerful and it's been so inspiring to so many people but tithers rights is what we stood on it's that day and if I didn't in, invoke my tithers rights if I didn't get verbal action to my my claim of my covenant rights in Christ uh, she wouldn't be here to this day so we're very grateful we're grateful that we're tithers Amen. and we present it to God every service we get a chance to Hallelujah. we're very grateful sir. reverend james if anyone wants to get a hold of your ministry what's the best way of contacting you well they can call uh, the world headquarters here at mark barkley ministries 989-832-7547 my extension is 8030 or they can just ask the receptionist to connect me Praise. you might get Jaden. she's a receptionist <laughs> <laughs> and she was how old at that time she was 10 years old 10 years old i mean it's just old. a powerful testimony it's faith. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You could say, well, it's God's time to go. You could just lay her there and say, well, gee, I guess it's just, it's just it's God's, God's timing, will. right? Yeah. So praise God. You guys are such strong believers, and uh, that story is just amazing. So yes, if you would mind closing us out in prayer. Yeah. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for touching those ears and hearts that are listening. Bring hope to somebody. May somebody be opened and their eyes be opened to the reality of tithing, the importance of that being part of their covenant rights today. May they present their tithe to their church as a holy tithe, worshiping you with it and honoring you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise God. If you want to reach our ministry, you can do so at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.